that is part of what, what Jackson managed to achieve, not only because of the special effects, but because he did the special effects in a way that you don't always think of them as, oh, well, that's a very cool special effect. It's yeah. the kind of special mm -hmm. effects that sort of blend into the screen as opposed to jumping out at you. And mm -hmm. I think that helps to achieve that inner consistency. I want to absolutely agree with that statement and point out <laughs> by way of contrast, that's why The Hobbit didn't work. Yes. One of the reasons, right? Yeah. Who can forget that giant 30-story gold dwarf they tried to melt down and drown a dragon? <laughs> yeah. Who can forget yeah. them trying to sled around the ice and, yeah. you know, what, Six Flags over Eriador as they're going Great. down that, that, you know, water <laughs> oh flume gosh. ride. We just watched the movie this morning and we, he shoves a can of Ready Whip into the <laughs> hole in the bottom of a Twinkie and like it fills up and it just looks so delightful <laughs> and wonderful. And we tried it. And it's a disaster. It really <laughs> didn't work. It didn't work at all. Like, most of it just backfires back out of the hole and gets all over your hands. I had heard, I drink your milkshake mm -hmm. so many times throughout my life. I just, like, completely had no context for what that was. And I, I, I know at some point I knew it was from There Will Be Blood. But it was so funny at the beginning of that scene when he says, like, I drink your water or whatever. Like, he kind of starts with, like, I have my water over here. I drink your water. I was like, oh, I know where this is going. It was like this aha moment of like, I'm about to see this. Like, I'm about to understand why people talk about this. He eyeballs his angle to jump back to his spaceship, which is the most yeah, absurd crazy. Jimmy Neutron in space nonsense I've ever seen in a movie. You've got these twin clunkers of, A, the relationship is a huge disappointment. B, the logic of space realism completely falls apart at the end. And it's like, what was this all for? Line delivery, everything like about that is so off from any of his like previous acting that he's done that I think there's something intentional to that. That is like a man trying to get reconciliation out of something that doesn't actually exist. Well, don't get me wrong. I think it's dumb either way. Like if it is literal, <laughs> I don't like it. But then if it is an opium dream, I'm like, I don't want to watch like a boring opium dream. Like if it's a dream, let's get crazy. Let's throw in the Inception stuff. It's both personal, private, and it's supposed to be enjoyed by everyone. Like when you when you invite people to your house, you, you go and I'll give you a small tour. And then you go to your room and you go, this is my Bionicle collection. It's, it's nice. I spent years collecting it. I've been on eBay. I spent... Two hundred more dollars on some figurines yeah, for the, the early two thousands that will usually be forgotten oh off of Reddit. It's <laughs> fantastic. It's, it, like the room is supposed to be this. I think that's enough space. of Zach for now. Thank you, wow. Zach from the Beyond. I just really want to argue <laughs> with with disembodied Zach. I want to I want to start this conversation. Welcome to Rules of the Game. I'm your host. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it, 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 give it a good five years and you'll figure it out. <laughs> wow. Hello and welcome to Rules of the Frame. I'm your host, Connor Reed. And here are your other hosts, John Skinner and Riley Hardy. Glad to be here. You better leave that in. That's right. Yeah. Glad to be here, guys. Fun to be back. Super excited. Yeah. So as you can see from the title of this episode, we have been running the show for five years now. It's 
that is absolutely so crazy. Really. It, it really feels like it's maybe been a year or two. <laughs> I guess, Riley, it's probably two and a half for you, and then John, two and a half for you. Yeah, I was going to say, so. it feels like two years for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wild, like, thinking back, because, like, we started this pretty much right after college, and so this has been a thing mm-hmm. for my whole post-grad life. I mean, obviously, I haven't been a part of it the whole time, but, like, Rules of the Frame as an entity has been around for that long. And so it's it's kind yeah. of fun thinking back to when we first started it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember working on True Detective and you and I were like talking a lot because you had just moved down to Texas. Mm-hmm. And I think I said, you know, if we ever live in the same city again, then we should do a podcast where we talk about movies because you had also had, I don't know if we've ever like promoted this or even talked about it on the show, but you used to have like a movie blog too that you used oh, to yeah. do, which I really enjoyed, which is where we got the film analysis for a modern audience because wasn't that the name of it or uh no i think i called it something like film fair for the common man or something like okay. that so i actually don't know where the the tag that we have now is from i think that was just your thing i feel like it was something from your blog do you remember what the name of your blog or wait film i mean i think that's what it was i actually don't even know if it's still up for i really only did oh like two or three movies i didn't do that that many mm. i may have mentioned something like film analysis from the mo- a modern audience or something i can't remember yeah i mean obviously i love movies and connor was a you know film major but i was a business major i think we just both have loved talking about movies from as long as we've known each other and so it just kind of made sense mm-hmm. it's like and it was a great way for us to stay in touch and just thinking yeah. back like that was honestly like i i lived in a place called mount pleasant texas population like thirteen thousand or something you know like a new college grad and just had it like was kind of starting life you know, it was, it was hard to make friends there because there wasn't a whole lot of people in their 20s, really. And so it was mm-hmm. really nice to be able to kind of have that constant back and forth with you while we were doing that and kind of thinking about what we wanted the podcast to be. You know, how often were we going to release? What kind of things were we going to talk about? What kind of series is, were we going to do? And it was just kind of fun having a creative child with you. <laughs> you know, it was just <laughs> kind of fun. And so I look I look back very fondly on that time because it was... It was like it was really good for us and our friendship and, and also just really fun to to create something new and talk about something we both loved. Um, and so while I'm obviously I'm not like doing this all the time anymore, I still I loved doing it when I did it. Um, and I love that mm-hmm. it's a part of part of our friendship and a part of our history. And so I hope that yeah. it stays around and that I get to keep coming back on. I mean, we've known each other for 15 years now or something yeah, like that. I remember, yeah, I mean, eighth grade, seventh grade. Something yeah, like that. eighth grade. Yeah, wow. I mean, we knew each other in high school and all that, but we really started mm-hmm. hanging out whenever we would both went to JBU together. Yeah. I was a cinema major, so I had to watch a lot of movies. Yeah. And Riley, I know you had like a couple of them, and so you know sometimes we'd watch like your copies mm-hmm. as well. But like oftentimes, I feel like you would just watch them mm-hmm. with like whatever my class projects were or just random stuff that I decided to watch by myself. Yeah. And I mean, you were just always watching movies. Like I would just walk into your yeah. room just randomly to hang out and you're just like doing homework while watching a, a new movie that I've never even heard of. And it's like for, for some assignment <laughs> or something that was always happening in your room. I loved it. I'd really love to see a percentage of like how much of my time at John Brown University <laughs> was spent watching movies. Cause it's honestly probably, I mean, John, you were my roommate for a year and you can probably attest to that of that was maybe the year I watched the most movies was my sophomore year. I'm trying to think if it's more than 50 because uh, you didn't watch movies when you were sleeping, but... <laughs> True. 
For the waking hours. The waking hours, definitely a majority, I think. And about movies, mm-hmm. then something, you know, specials. I think DVD, I watched. Extras, yeah. Yeah, special yeah, features, yeah. I think yeah. I watched yeah. Saving Private Ryan with, with you for the first time in, in y'all's room. I think it was both of y'all's room. Oh. On that tiny little TV. And several other movies yeah. that, like, we watched The, the Road. <laughs> yep. And yeah, I remember that. Because I... My sophomore year loved doing like movie series, mm. like of like having friends over. And so we were doing like a post apocalyptic one. So we watched The Road, we watched Waterworld, we watched The Mad Maxes. I think there's maybe another one or two. Yeah. But that was also right when Fury Road was about to come out too. So it was partially oh, gearing right. up for that. But and we also did, John, I don't know if you remember this, but the film and food thing that we did where it started off being accidental where we watched the life aquatic with steve zissou and just ate oatmeal and had hot chocolate and then we did a couple other ones like we did in bruges and like belgian waffles yeah. and like darjeeling limited and indian food and man we had great a times. projector in the common area that we yeah every suite we lived in the common area was always the biggest possible screen with a 720p mm-hmm. projector yeah. <laughs> i remember that and, specifically. Uh, you guys had that house that you lived in you got mm-hmm. to blow that projector up even more and it was even more like grainy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah. it was still fun. But hey, it felt like a movie theater and we had those felt, speakers. So yeah. that was great. That's right. And then sometimes people, I forgot who worked at the theater, but somebody would bring home. That was me. Riley. Riley, yeah, Riley, you would bring us <laughs> giant bags of popcorn. Yeah. And we would have these insanely large bags giant of popcorn from the bags. theater. Yeah. Because, John, I felt like wherever you went in college, there was always a good like movie watching setup. I made sure... No matter whether it was the common area or the room, I had to have double decker seat couches and yeah. like we had to be, have a spot where mm-hmm. we could all watch movies together. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually, I was working on True Detective and you were down in Mount Pleasant. And then a mutual friend of ours, he was like, hey, we should go down and visit Riley. And so he and I took a trip down and we talked about it a little bit more and got really excited about it and like had this little crappy like hand recorder sort of thing and like sat in your living room and did like our introduction to the podcast i remember we had a lot of fun but it was also just very disorganized and lots of rambling it was really long and the audio quality was just awful it was so Wait, which bad. one are you talking about specifically because i remember the the first one we ever did was when christian smith was getting married no that was the redo was it mm-hmm. interesting so we did something before that mm-hmm. i don't even remember that see my first episode where i was a host I forgot to record. We had to redo oh, yeah. it. I yep. didn't know. I had been a guest host in person, but I didn't know what I was. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, and then the ironic thing too is like the audio quality on whatever introduction episode we landed on still was not that good either. <laughs> like, I mean, if you go back and listen to it, it's not great. And honestly, we should probably re-record it. But nah, just let the let the living history of of rules of the frame remain in all its warts <laughs> and blemishes. Well, so we kind of talked a bit about the genesis of this show. So, like, why don't we talk a little bit about just some of our favorite episodes? I know our Rules of the Game episode came out recently, which we do talk a bit about this, but just wanted to kind of give this a little bit more breathing room in this episode of just kind of looking over some of the stuff that we've done, maybe some of, like, our favorite movies that we've covered, favorite episodes that we've covered. Yeah, let's just start off, like, for each of you, like, what is your favorite movie that we've covered? Not episode, not how well we thought we did, but like movie. You know, a lot of the times when people ask me what my favorite movie is, I, I kind of alternate between Blade Runner and Tarzan, of which we've never covered Tarzan. Like, what's we wrong haven't. with us? But 
I really love that episode that we did with with Steve Snedeker. For one, he's just an awesome guy, and he's he really knows movies well, and he's just a such a diehard fan of that movie that he brought so much to that episode. And that was I want to say that was a pretty long episode too because we just kept going. So that was an hour forty five, and that was only our eighteenth episode. And I remember we were really trying to keep it to like under an yeah. hour and a half at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah, we <laughs> we had kind of a dilemma of like how how long do we make these things because. We make them too long, people aren't going to listen. But if they're too short, then it's not as like fun for us. So it was kind of a dilemma. Yeah, I remember coming up with the quiz for that one was really fun, and just like all the different trivia beats and like how much does Steve Snedeker really know about this movie? So that was a really good one. And I mean, he is like the biggest Blade Runner fan that I know. So that was great. I I mean, if you look back at our Instagram post back then, there's a photo of him with just like all the paraphernalia and like different editions that he had like brought with him and all that. So that was just a ton of fun. He's got a poster, like a movie poster. Yeah. He had the poster in his room, like we recorded in his office because he was my film professor and is just like a sage on film and just like knows mm-hmm. everything has seen so many movies and i mean it's always we need to have him mm-hmm. on again sometime soon because man there's another blade runner movie guest let's do it that's true yeah <laughs> john what about you probably tree of life mm. my favorite episode is is a return of the king episode yeah. because we got the prancing pony podcast guys on and mm-hmm. it was funny because it was a great episode great conversation i feel like it was it went really well in terms of content but it was also f- just fun, funny seeing Connor be like fangirling over these giants in his mind, you know, yeah. his heroes, these these giants of podcasting. And I'm just like, hello, fellow podcaster. Like, it was just like, we're the same, even though we are totally not. But it was like, I'm the same way I, if I ever meet a celebrity, it's like, okay, hello, human being, right. like fellow human. Yeah. But it was, the, it was really funny because... He was so nervous, and I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> that was the most nervous I've ever been about an episode because I was like, I want us to seem professional. <laughs> like, these guys are so professional, and like, you wanted to you lie. Know, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm just recording in like my dinky office with like, you know, no sound pads or anything like that, have like a cheap microphone and. Yeah, all that sort of stuff and I think I even like dressed up for it because I was like I don't know like are they just gonna be and like they both show up in like t-shirts and that sort of thing and I'm like oh well okay and like they were so chill too was the other thing and it was just so much fun and the top hat was a bit much yeah the top hat pipe and monocle you know (laughs) was it in person or was it did you just have them on zoom no it was it was over zoom yeah but that was just so much fun Mm -hmm. I mean they're just awesome guys and yeah, I was like nervous that the conversation was just going to lull and like they're just going to be like, ah, why did we agree to do this? Like, this, that was stupid. We shouldn't have been on the show. But they were so much fun yeah. and um, they said they had a great time. That's and awesome. I mean, we got to have them back on at some time soon, too, because they're just awesome. Again, super knowledgeable and a ton of fun. John, I'm surprised that Finding Nemo wasn't your pick for favorite movie. Of all the movies that we've done? Why? I just feel like you really love that one, you know? Like, that was one that you were really fighting for for the 2000s. Yeah. Any Pixar movie makes me happy. Yeah. That's always fun to talk about. The ones that stick out to me the most are, like, the ones where we really just... I don't actually know how good of episodes they turned out to be. I think they turned out well. But I just remember the conversation for some of these where we rip them apart being really fun. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed... Ad Astra. That was fun to just be like, I didn't like this movie in theaters. We rewatch it. I still don't like it. Let's let's rip it apart. Or Joker. I feel like Joker was a rollicking good time. Uh, actually, were my early ones. Kicking and screaming was that was a blast. 
It wasn't because of the movie, but like just uh, that was a. No, you're thinking of Highball. Okay, Highball is, is like the. I just remember that I, love I just that one. loved the. No, I thought it was great. Okay. You loved Highball. No, I love Kicking and Screaming, the movie. Yeah. I just really okay. liked my bit about acting like I had watched oh. the round one. I just loved that. That yeah. was yeah. great. Yeah. That was a good bit. That was a good bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Mike Ditka is in this <laughs> Noah Baumbach movie. Where's, yeah, where's Mike Ditka? I was expecting Mike Ditka. Um, no, those yeah. are the ones that stick out to me the most. But yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. I also think the ones that we have really good guests on. I love the series Unfortunate Events. I really liked that one too. Mm -hmm. We had a really good conversation with Michael. And just what an oddball movie that turned out to be so brilliant, you know? And uh, mm -hmm. the fact that all three of us were on the same page about our love for that movie and our hatred for the Netflix yep. adaptation. Totally. So that was fun to kind of team up against it. That's a fun one too, is what is your favorite everyone agrees and what's your favorite mm. like argument? Ooh. I think my favorite argument has yet to come mm. for our Fast and the Furious episode with your brother, John. That was a lot of fun. So that's a little, a little hint to, for you audience members to be on the lookout for that episode because that one is a lot of fun. I don't know if you still feel that way, but that we, we shifted your perspective a little uh, bit more shift. towards our on it. Uh. Oh, nice. I remember the, the Secret of Nim episode was one that I, I love that movie and Connor didn't mm. as much. But you didn't like reveal that until like the middle of the episode or something. So you were still yeah. sort of talking about it in like a generic way, but I almost wish you would have just like come out the gate and like get ready to fight. You know, it would have been. <laughs> well, I also felt back then in those early episodes that we were much more or tried to be much more kind of like clinical yeah. and like factual about it. And then I don't know at what point we were like, oh, the emotions are, like, the more interesting part of the show, like, maybe in, like, the Prince of Egypt or Peter Pan yeah. episode or something like that. That's a good point. I felt like that's when we kind of started to shift it a little yeah. bit more. Oh, Peter Pan, that was a great episode. I love that one, too. I know. All the sibling episodes yeah. are so good. Yeah. So much fun. Man, I, I don't know if I can pick for my favorite. Like, it's kind of like a three-way tie for favorite movie. Okay, this isn't in the three, but it's an honorable mention, but Treasure Planet, mm. then... Tree of Life than Iron Giant. Mm. Oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can pick. They're all so good. I'm changing my answer. Okay. My favorite is Ishtar. <laughs> it's just Ishtar. No, yes. Just because yes. we did. I did that. I. There's been a lot of these movies that we watched where it's I, I hadn't seen before and and I enjoy them, but that's the one where it's like this is one of my favorite movies. Honestly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. gotta watch that. It's so good. Yeah, you really do. It's amazing. But yeah, I mean, it's been fun seeing kind of the the breadth of different types of movies that we've been able to cover through this and like new movies that we've been able to watch. Like, I don't know if either of you have like a favorite new movie where like watching it for the podcast was your first time seeing it and like you really liked it. Oh, I mean, there were definitely movies that I watched for the first time and re really loved it. And then also some mm -hmm. that, were not, <laughs> that I hated. Ravenous. Ravenous and Wizards. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Wizards. Oh, man. Only Yesterday for me is probably like my favorite like new watch uh, for the show. Tulane Blacktop was really good. I've yet yes, to rewatch it, that though. That's still the only time I've seen it. But I, it, it is a movie mm -hmm. that I think about more than a lot of other movies. Yeah. Ishtara is pretty high up there for mm -hmm. me, too, John. And it's still not released on DVD? No, it is. I mean, I, I have like a Blu-ray copy oh, of it. There was going to be like, a, I think, a Shout Factory release, but then it got canned or something mm -hmm. like that. So... Bummer. Waiting for that Criterion yeah. release. Oh my gosh, one can dream. <laughs> That'd be great. Although you wouldn't buy it because you don't 
this is maybe the biggest ongoing argument in Rules of the Frame. Oh, is he not physical media? I am all about physical media, and John is the antithesis of physical media. I'm all about that 4K, Apple TV 4K streaming. Here's the deal. I'm waiting. I think streaming is going to get there. It's going to, at some point, it will be as good as disc, but it's still not. And so until then, I still got to buy the, buy the physical. For most people, it's good enough. What kind of TV do you have? So 4K? We're using Michael's TV. Yeah, it's a 4K. It's a Vizio, full array, local dimming, you know, HDR. It's got all that, all that stuff. Streaming's fine, but it is fun to, like, actually buy a physical copy and be able to pull it off the shelf and look at it. Here's my argument against streaming. The thing that will always make me go to physical media is buffering. <laughs> buffering and then loss of quality and trying to, yeah. to compensate. Yeah, is your yeah. internet speed pretty slow, Connor? Yeah. No. Oh, I have good internet, but uh, still, there yeah. are points where I can see it like dips for a second, and the quality yeah. goes like to HD, and then comes back up. Yeah, that's true. Enjoy your VHSs. <laughs> Enjoy your VHSs. <laughs> I can go. I can go to my parents' house and log in. I can go to somebody else's app. I can log into my account and just watch movies. I don't have to think about it. It's great until they take it away from you. That's right. You don't actually own that movie. You I own actually the think right there's a much it. stronger argument for buying TV shows, which is less likely to even have a physical release anyway because the I feel like for some reason now they're totally will these like Max when they did Max they're like killing shows for a loss and then you couldn't watch them anymore and it's mm-hmm. like I ha- it hasn't happened with movies yet and I feel like movies there's such a an attempt to make sure that it's preserved but TV shows yeah they're willing to just kill them which is insane it's finally happening. It, mm-hmm. It's always been the threat, but it's finally starting to happen because they can write them down for a loss. You know, I, I remember when I could go, this was like early high school or even late middle school, I could go to CBS.com and just watch a lot of their old catalog for free. Like really? I remember watching hmm. episodes of yeah. MacGyver. Like I would, during yeah. summers, I would just watch episodes of MacGyver. There would be some ads in there, but there was not. it was not behind a paywall. You just... Go, went to their website and just you were able to stream them and that like i think you yeah. could do that with episodes of the office for a while but it was like only the newer mm-hmm. ones you could yep. watch all of them but like that's gone now you really can't kids these days don't understand how great hulu was at the beginning how great it was <laughs> it was so good just that it had everything the, on it the day after you could watch all the shows yeah it was awesome oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and it used to have like a huge portion of the Criterion collection on it too because that used to be the original home of it before Filmstruck uh, and then before the Criterion channel. Interesting. Yeah, because I remember that's how I watched like a lot of like Akira Kurosawa, Ingmar Bergman. That's how I watched a lot of that beforehand. Oh, well, I actually just had uh, a little bit of a Rules of the Flame, Rules of the Frame uh, <laughs> blunder uh, a week ago. <laughs> you said it wrong more times in this episode than you have in the entire history of the podcast. That's true. <laughs> but I was hanging out with... Old. He's been doing this too long. Seriously, with uh, past guest Luke Hogan, and we were talking about movies and like Francis Ford Coppola, and I started talking about Apocalypse Now, and I was like, you've seen Apocalypse Now, right? Like, have you oh. seen it? And he was like, yeah, I was on your episode. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm looking back at these old episodes, and yeah, it's amazing how many, like, I some of these stick in my mind so much, but it's like, we watched Catwoman? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember really? that at all. What did you do that? Uh-huh. I mean, I remember talking about it. It's like, I'll remember talking about it, but it's like, I watched that? Guess yeah. I had to watch that. Man, that's a terrible. Mm-hmm. The bad ones don't, don't, aren't memorable. Any other kind of final thoughts before we go into a little bit of trivia that I have set up for us? 
We should make this this podcast about Chicago sports. Okay. That's just my idea. You and Riley can go and start that <laughs> podcast and me, I don't, I don't know anything about Chicago or sports. We have a majority, Riley. Exactly. What do we want so this then podcast he, to be about? Riley, oh, what do you want this podcast to be he's about? He's the layman of the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Let, let's make this it a Dwayne review, Rock Johnson a water bottle appreciation review, post. Because there's so many stinking podcast. water bottles out there. And I finally got one that I like. Product reviews. Yeah, yes. product reviews. Talking about the visual, what the look of products is great yeah. radio. It's great radio. Our yeah. office yes. just got a bunch of free Stanleys, yes. and I missed getting them. And I'm really upset by it. Bring them on the pod. Oh, wow. Have them on the pod. You know? The Stanleys? I don't <laughs> own them. They're, I Go missed out on them. Go steal them and host it at work. Have an episode and, you know. Uh, John, what's an episode that you did not get to be a part of, like in the early catalog, that you would have loved to have been on? Ooh. Um, my general rule was early on, I had a hard time watching the show because it was like, I would listen and I'd be like, I want to talk to Creed about this. I can't. (laughs) So it's all of them really, but I'll, let me look. There's definitely a couple where I was like, dang it. You know? Yeah. And how many of these have you listened to that you like of the originals? More than when I'm on it now. Yeah. Right. Apocalypse now. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, I definitely wish I... I haven't listened to it, but I definitely wish I could have been on The Master and Commander. I w- that's literally exactly oh, yeah. what I was about to say. Mm. I'm, Gosh, I'm, what a masterpiece. Yeah. On, totally aside, I'm, I'm going to pretty soon in the next couple of months have a winter movie thing on my rooftop yeah. hot tub that I have with projector. Whoa. And uh, one of the options is Peter Weir's last movie, The Way, the way Back. The Way Back? The Way Back. Which Actually, I, I have seen not seen, one. Which I have not seen, and I'm excited, mm-hmm. you know? I thought you were going to say that you're going to watch Master and Commander and you're going to bring like all your little like boats to like have them float up in the water with you in the hot tub. I have tub. a friend that lives on a boat and when he's back in the summer, I'm going to ask him if we can do it on his boat and do Master and Commander. I'm not joking. That was my that thought. That would be amazing. I was thinking about that. Yeah. I'm very jealous. We're talking about episodes that we would redo. I remember mm-hmm. you, you said you'd want to redo No Country for Old Men. Yep. That that's was, a big one. Is that our shortest one? Yeah. Oh no, I think uh, A Song of Two Humans was our shortest one That was the shortest one That one I wish I could redo as well Honestly, like the majority of the originals <laughs> So, yeah. I just want to note Before we do the, the trivia I do have one more question What is your guys' mm-hmm. favorite series? Ooh. Wow. Oh wait, before we go into that Riley, was there an episode that has come out now That you wish you could be on? Uh, I mean, maybe Lord of the Rings But it's not, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have like a Personal attachment to it but it's like i think there'd definitely be a lot just to to talk about with that one messy masterpieces was one of my favorite ones that that's, we did that's my favorite yeah that's my favorite series yeah. it's funny because i feel like the ones that that you know that i would really want to speak into you let me join mm. so <laughs> yeah so i don't know if there's a whole lot that i feel like i missed out on underdogs of animation that one was really fun too yeah there's just a lot of like my favorite movies that were on that one. John, that was like the first series that you were on too with the Secret of Kells episode. Mm. That was a good episode. I enjoyed that. That was fun. But in, in-person episodes are always a different vibe too. It's always fun to be in, in the yes. same place. Uh, listeners, we also discovered too that John and Riley are almost tied for episodes that they're on. I think Riley has maybe like one or two because I just discovered another one that John was on. So it may be a single episode difference. So if you keep coming on as a guest, uninvited, then I have to just—I have to just be back on. You just have to be back on all the time (laughs) in order to to stay on top. But 
It's also, whenever we're looking around for a new co-host, that Michael Kelly was actually in talks for That's right. being the new co-host. That's right. And then that was right before he got super busy and then was like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> nice to know I was second choice. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I reached out to multiple people at the same time. No, I think you guys have a have a fantastic back and forth. Thank you. John's the everyman. Connor's the yes. I like the playing the. It's great because I don't. I can be intellectual about movies, but I feel like I'm allowed to be dumb. Yeah, I'm allowed yeah. to be the the <laughs> the uh, the proxy, the audience proxy, and I can ask all the questions. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. That's right. <laughs> it works. Awesome. Let's get into a little bit of trivia. So. I mean, as per most of our episodes, this is how we end the show. So this one, we're doing it about the show itself. So the first thing is I want you to guess which guest has appeared on the most episodes. And this is someone who has been on episodes with both of you. I mean, Michael's been on twice. Mm-hmm. So someone has to be on at least more than twice. Is it Travis? Yeah, I feel like Travis has done three. It is Travis. He's actually done four. Whoa. So Metropolis, House, Titanic, uh, which oh, I guess. What did you do Titanic? Has an, oh, even, even, oh, so he's a, he, Titanic was his fifth one, actually, which that's about to come out. Oh, wow. He's our James Cameron. Prometheus. He's our James Cameron sci-fi. Researcher, yeah. Yeah. Fear and Desire. Mm. And then followed second by Elise Omens. Okay. Who's done three. So there's two challenges for you. One is, can you name the first 10 movies that we covered on the show? John, I know that this is a little trickier for you. Shape of Water. It's also been a long time yep. for me. Shape of Water was the first episode. Oh, that's right. That was our first. Um, Song of Two Humans. Yep. Second episode. No Country for Old Men. Third episode. Introducing the podcast. Uh, the fourth well, episode zero. I don't think that counts. Fourth episode is our first guest featured episode. Is the secret of Nim that was in our that was in our top ten? Uh, secret of Nim is uh, number seven. Okay. This is no offense to him, but I kind of forgot he was our first guest. <laughs> uh, there's a Miyazaki film in here. Oh really? I don't, oh yes, the wind rises. Yep. yep number five. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. There's three other episodes aside from the first one with a guest on it that also have guests on it. Guests that are near and dear to us. Wally. Yep. Okay. That was our sixth episode. My brother Zach. The first series we ever did was Silence. Mm-hmm. So, and then it was anim- Did you you didn't do Silence during Silence, did you? No, we no. didn't. <laughs> three of these are animated movies. Yeah, because it was the Silent series, and then was it just animation in general? The, yeah, it that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Did you do Prince of Egypt at the beginning? There's a oh, Disney movie. Yeah, Prince, Prince of Egypt was number nine. Okay. Who's Peter the first Pan? guest? Peter Pan. Yep, with your sister Maggie. The number ten episode was also had a guest on it. We did a lot of guests. It was in the first, first in our series defining an epic. Oh, oh, was it um, Doctor Zhivago? Yes. yes, number ten with Billy Stevenson. Yep. Now, can you guess what the fourth episode we covered or the fourth film we covered was? Mutual friend, John, you know him better than Riley does. Was it Steven? Oh, oh, Fantastic mm-hmm. Mr. Fox. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Steven. Okay. Steven Legue. How many times has he been on? Two? Three? Twice. Yep, twice. Yeah. He did Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now the final challenge that we have is 
Can you guess our top five most listened to episodes? Oh. Lord of the Rings. Yep, that's number one. Of course. Is it number one? Wow. Mm -hmm. Is it number one by like a lot? Yes. I feel like my data is all stale because last time Mm -hmm. I looked at it was three years ago. You'd be surprised. Um, There's one that's hung in there since the beginning. And two of these are very surprising. Master and Commander. No. No, I feel like it was in, there was an animated movie that was doing really well. There's two animated movies in the top five. Was it The Wind Rises? No. One of them is like one of all three of our favorites. Ishtar. No, no animated movie. <laughs> oh. Iron Giant. Mm-mm. No guest on this one. Thief and the Cobbler. Nope. But we were just talking about it. Finding Nemo? Finding Nemo? Mm-mm. Even more recently talking about it than that. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh. No. You're getting closer, though. It's a musical. Musical animated. With some of the greatest songs ever oh, written Prince for of film. Egypt. Yes. Uh, Prince of Egypt is right. number three. That's the one that it was in my head that was always doing really well. Like on the yes. Stat. Okay. It always has. I'm glad it's that it's always still, been still in the there. top five. Number two is a more recent episode that we did with a guest that I'd been wanting to have on for a while. Um, this is one that I usually say is one of my favorite episodes. I think John's probably more likely to get this than me. Avatar. No. Uh, there's also a documentary in the top five. Really? We did documentaries? We did documentaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a whole documentary <laughs> series. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, yes. Call, I remember the Fistful of Dollars. That was a really good one. Nope, that's a Sergio Leone film. You're thinking of the, um, the King of Kong. Right. Fistful of Quarters. Fistful of Quarters. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is one of the most well-known documentaries of all time. Great Garden? Did you do Great yes, Garden? Yes, that is oh, number yeah. five. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is, that's surprising. That's one movie that I watched that I had never seen that I was like, this is amazing. Because like, yep. I didn't even know what I was watching, you know? Yep. Number two, people say, is like one of the classic modern masterpieces that people will just be analyzing for decades. Boyhood? Nope. Good, because I, I don't like Boyhood. You don't like there Boyhood? There will be blood. There will be blood. There will be blood is uh, number two with Eric Frost on it. Can you guess number four? And this is the one that I'm like, wow, that is a (laughs) shock that this is in the top five. Is it Sunrise because of how short it was? Nope. Oh. This is the first episode that our second most revisited guest was on. It's Elise. Oh, oh, we did... um... A scanner darkly? Yes. Really? Scanner darkly is number four. Isn't that fascinating? It is. So yeah, Return of the King's number one, There Will Be Blood, Prince of Egypt, A Scanner Darkly, and Grey Gardens. Interesting. I'll just say too, the rest are also pretty wild. Yeah. The rest of the mm-hmm. top ten. Number six is the introduction, which that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, number seven is Fantastic Mr. Fox. Eight is Tokyo Story, which again is kind mm. of surprising. Nine is Dr. Zhivago. And 10 is Waltz with Bashir. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. I, that didn't make Again, sense. another one that I kind of forgot that we yeah. <laughs> covered. Was that our underrated animation or something? Yeah, Underdogs of Animation. Underdogs of Animation. That's right. That was a great movie. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so there's a little, little history, a little insight into Rules of the Frame. Absolutely crazy that we've been doing this for five years. Thank you guys so much just for all of the wisdom and words that you have shared and all the 
laughs, cries, tears, all the things that were shed on these episodes. It's been Oh yeah, how many times has Connor cried? That's another good <laughs> in, trivia, in, trivia in an episode. I've been <laughs> yeah. bullying him a lot, so more now. Yeah. <laughs> I think just one episode. I think it was just one. Just Wally. Yeah. Maybe Iron Giant actually, but Yeah. I mean, thank you for having me on. Yeah, this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it means a lot to me for sure. I've, I love doing it through the years and like I said, it's always fun to to catch up through this and mm-hmm. and just connect over a, a mutual interest. And we'll see you in another five years. Yeah, ten year <laughs> anniversary. Sooner than that, surely. In twenty twenty eight. That's when that will be. Wow, that sounds that's, absurd. That'll be the ten year anniversary. Wow. All right, let's get monetized, guys. Woo! By twenty twenty ten or twenty twenty eight, we'll be monetized. <laughs> Speaking of which, Blue Apron. No. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much, listeners, especially for listening to the show. Those of you who have been consistent from the beginning, those of you who are just jumping in more recently, we really appreciate you guys and just how supportive you are, the feedback that you give us, all that sort of stuff is just absolutely invaluable. I mean, we couldn't do this without you guys, and we're so excited just for the future of the show, all the different movies that we're going to cover. So if you have any ideas, any movie ideas that you want us to cover, any series ideas, just float those out to us. You never know, we might end up covering them. You can contact us through Instagram, through Facebook, YouTube, email, whatever. We're at The Good Film Hunters. That's where you can find us. We're in all those social media platforms. And we'd really appreciate any sort of rating that you left us, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's through Spotify, or whether you just share us with family and friends. We appreciate all of it. Got to say thanks to John for the use of the graphic and to Caden Reed, Ethan Stafford, and Luke Hogan for the use of the theme song and the outro. This has been Film Analysis for a Modern Audience. Nice dramatic pauses. But it wasn't, though. We didn't analyze a movie. (laughs) 